Hello and welcome to a different kind of episode of Button Mashing 101. I am one of the three hosts, Alex Perez. To my right is not the beautiful, the elegant, the always on time, the excellent, and the best, Dave. He is not here. And to my left is not Dan. Uh, instead, I am just here with my cat, uh, Desi. I am doing a intro. This is the first time I do this kind of thing because instead of a usual podcast like we did, we were doing E3 coverage and getting some interviews done. And this interview we did with Ghost Street Games is just a lot of fun. We we had so much fun talking with them, Dante and Matt Lewis uh, from Digital Yogurt. So this was one of those interviews that just felt good all around. It was one of those things where you, you just feel loose with this group and you feel like you're having a beer or two with a couple of friends. Um, before we get started with that, I just wanted to mention and thank Ghost Street Games for not only supplying some codes uh, for Extra Galactica, which is their game that they're working on right now. It's an incredible game. You need to check it out if you love these retro uh, shoot 'em up kind of games. Um, they do this thing with this game that makes it so incredibly special. It's it's such a unique spin on all the games that you know, such as Galaga and other things like that. It's it's honestly fantastic. I I had so much fun doing this interview. I and you're gonna you're gonna hear it. it, it there's like so much laughter and giddiness uh, throughout the interview that uh, really shows that I uh, we Dave and I were having a good time. Um, so I'll uh, add timestamps obviously to the um, description. And whatnot, and let you guys find uh, any anything that interests you. But the interview sp- spans a ton of uh, ton of questions regarding the development process, what inspired them to make such a wild but really cool and unique story, and uh, where the where they where they derive their art style from, and all this kind of stuff. It's it's honestly such a such a cool um, perspective. And again, one of our first things. I mean, button mashing has never done interviews. This is such a surreal experience, and I, I am so grateful to uh, Dante and Matt for coming. Coming out to to this interview and uh, actually talking to us about their game, their their baby, like it's a very vulnerable experience for any creator to to openly talk about something, and you're always nervous about how someone's going to receive it. But uh, personally, I, I think it's an excellent game. It's one of those things that just is so unique. It's an early access right now. It's on Steam. Um, I would check it out. I mean, this is one of those cases of where the developer has a good rapport with uh, their audience and they're constantly transparent. So far, that's two for two, by the way, with interviews where the uh, developer is just very, very open-minded in regards to um, being transparent with the audience, the gamers, the fans. And that's something that I honestly... um, I'm so so grateful for as as a gamer to be able to ask a question or talk about uh, anything in regards to criticism and they will respond almost immediately and talk about what their path is to, to tweaking a problem that a lot of people in the community are having. So if you've uh, never heard of Ghost Street Games, it's, I mean, they, they are a small-time indie uh, development team. Uh, they are working on a game called Extra Galactica, as I mentioned a few times already, and it's a fantastic game. But before that, they did Disco Drop and Alien Tap Attack, which uh, both mobile games, both easy to pick up games. And these guys are devoted to making these like quick, easy access games for player that you could just dive in. And it's uh, it's a tremendous experience. I, I was a bit nervous throughout the interview. And at a moment, I do forget the titles of the game. I thought I had that in my interview notes, but I forgot to put the names of the titles of their uh, previous games. And I also butchered their, uh, their, their uh, company name once. So uh, please, uh, I, I apologize profusely for that one, uh, Ghost Street Games. So thank you anyway for being patient with me um, and the whole button mashing crew being that we, again, this is our only second interview. Um, 
which when you uh, hear the first interview when it goes up, which is coming up after this one, when this one uh, goes live, you'll you'll understand how many uh, speed bumps or roadblocks we have hit uh, in regards to getting these interviews out. But we're very thankful. We have a mu- few more uh, on the horizon. But for now, uh, take a listen to this interview with Ghost Street Games. And check out their website, ghoststreetgames.com, as well as uh, give them a follow on Twitter, at ghoststreetgame, without the S. They weren't able to get the S. But they get the S from us, because that was uh, an excellent uh, interview. Is that is that the correct rating? I don't know. Um, I can't say enough how fun this interview was, and I do hope that I get to interview Dante and uh, Matt soon again after their release or something like that. So Dante and Matt, if you're listening, please uh, let me know whenever you want to come back on the show. You're always welcome. Doors always open for you. So kick back, uh, take a little seat, maybe start playing a game, you know, and listen to you. You ever listen to a podcast and game? That's like the Dark Souls thing. I always, uh, whenever I'm playing Dark Souls, I like to listen to podcasts or any of the Soulsborne games. Maybe while you're playing Extra Galactica. You could be a uh, listen to our podcast. Wouldn't that be cute and meta? But anyway, enjoy. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Uh, let me uh, let me make sure I've got everything set up here. I've also got uh, Matt Lewis, our other main producer, and uh, you know uh, he he's with Digital Yogurt. So if you if you read our stuff, this is this is his baby. So I was able to grab him uh, for this as well. Hello, how's it going, Matt? What's going on, bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's good, man. Just hanging so just- out. Just want to, yeah, same here. Just want to give you guys a heads up. I am recording, obviously, this uh, for the podcast that we we do. We do button mashing one on one. I am one of the hosts, Alex. To my right is Dave. Um, What's up, Dave? How you doing? We we're so excited to have you guys. Uh, this is our second interview we've done. Um, so we're we're very excited. We've never done interviews for this. We we got B three Media Access. We've been excited to expose, like just expose that, <laughs> just use that, abuse that in any way, and try to get people uh, interviewed and whatnot. I can see you now, Dante. How you doing? There we go. Hello. Beautiful hair you got. Oh, stop. <laughs> I got to fluff you up for the, for the hard-hitting questions later. That's what I got to hey, do, right? Flattery works, man. You know? That's <laughs> what it is. You know, I, I trimmed my beard today because I wanted to look more professional. Now I feel like an absolute idiot. <laughs> Bro, I, I just, I give off those beach bum vibes. It just, it's what it is, man. You know? It's okay. Not at all. I see you got a cat. A cat tower, at least. Yeah, I know what the people like. Yeah, there you go. We got one somewhere back here. She's 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 yeah, hiding. Right she'll now. be crying at the door. Yeah, I told you they were going to mention the cat pole. Yeah, <laughs> funny. My uh, he was just in it and then he got out. He must have known the camera was coming or something. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Cloud is the the big big gray and white one. You you'll probably yeah. see it there. And then I got another one running around here named Thor. That's our lucky. office manager. She's oh. very vocal. Oh, yeah, you'll probably hear his cat, Ollie, here uh, meowing, as you said. Um, honestly, I, I'm so excited to do this interview. I, I know you guys are super busy. You just released your trailer with uh, the E3 Indie Showcase today. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's Thank you. super cool. Uh, E3 is a dream of ours. I, I can only imagine how much of a dream of yours it is to actually be on this, like, be on this booth, have a booth and whatnot, and, 
and do the whole thing. That's awesome. And the trailer was amazing. I got to check that out while I was at uh, my other job. And uh, in this game, man, what a crazy cool game. I want to just <laughs> jump right into the questions. So I'm going to just do right that. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your product. So, and I, I looked up the description of the game, which I think on Twitter was quite a mouthful. It talks about uh, a football, a failing football captain, was it, or player? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, but for people that don't know what uh, Extra Galactica is, do you mind doing like a quick elevator pitch for those that want to like just know about this game or don't know about this game kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so our story centers around Captain Flurp, uh, right? So he is a he is a flunking, you know, captain of a football team. Uh, so they're nearing their championship game. They're trying to get their title back against like a rival school, and. Uh, you know, his professor says, hey, come, come meet me in my lab and uh, we'll see what we can do to square out your grade. And, uh, you know, obviously some video game woo-ha happens and he ends up uh, getting blasted off in a ship and sent on this huge quest of, uh, you know, uh, just his own, <laughs> uh, you know. It's probably easier to explain. Uh basically i'm a madman right so i created these characters right and i'm working on a story that has something to do with like the older game so there's a lot of pieces that are kind of still up in the air i didn't really i was telling dante i was like yeah man let's just try to sideline them and not really talk about it but um there is a plot it's not fully there yet um because i want to figure out the best way to do it um it's a work in progress as far as that goes that's why we're just working on the uh story and campaign and stuff but um Overall, yeah, it's a flunking college football captain, and there's this guy, Professor Barcliffe, and he um, <clears throat> he basically dupes Flurp into um, this mission for like this extra credit thing. He's flunking, so he fails him, lures him in with that, and uh, he sends him off on this mission. And and that's pretty much all we can disclose right now. It's, 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 it's not the most insane thing ever. It's really not super story driven, but it's uh it's there for what it is. <laughs> to reiterate what Dave said, yeah, we definitely had a teacher like that growing up. I think yeah, we all middle school. Yeah, it's 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 that teacher that just sends you off on a crazy mission. I mean, Mario doesn't make any sense, dude. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> come on, like no, 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 it doesn't have to make sense. It's exactly. A video game. And I love uh, I love the name Flirp. That's such a that's such a if you listen to my if you listen to our podcast, I love coming up with ridiculous names like that. That's awesome. So that's uh, you 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 won me over already with that name. So <laughs> you don't have to sell me anymore with it. Um, so uh, I got to obviously watch a trailer. I got to catch that. Um, and already I've been seeing a lot of hype and acclaim uh, coming to you guys on Twitter and whatnot what's what's that like did you think this was going to happen like when you were making this game that you were going to pop off this like this well and whatnot like this is amazing for you guys no i don't think that was the expectation at all uh, uh matt and i want to make something that we like you know yeah and had this this idea rolling around in his head for so long and and i saw it and i was like i want to do this with you <laughs> please like let's do this and uh and we just kind of been pouring a lot into it and uh uh, we hope people would like it, you know, but uh, uh, it's um, it's great. The response we've been getting, it's been awesome. Yeah, it started off as like this uh, mini game in uh, this other game I was making called Burger Hill. And there was like this uh, time traveling fast food restaurant. And it was like this mini game, this shooter called Extra Galactica, which was put out by that Burger Hill restaurant to promote their breakfast all day. 
uh, product. Uh, you know, they used to do those like uh, product placement games back in the day, like Yonoid and and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was um, it was kind of like it started off like that. And it was like this little egg spaceship. And there was this whole mission. But my brother played it and he was like, dude, this is cool. Like, just just make a game out of that. So, you know, we put the extra Galactica on it and tried to, you know, take it a little more seriously. We built an arcade machine out of it. There's one version of the old arcade version, like just out in the world floating around. I have no idea where it is, but it's out there. And we're actually remaking this game to kind of like, <clears throat> it, it's like a, it's a story about my loss of that arcade game pretty much. Yeah. But you, you, you know, in a, in a roundabout way, you know, I'm, I'm telling it loosely, like, like how I feel about it pretty much. Sure. Yeah. And what was uh, one of the most challenging parts of uh, developing this this game? Developing it. Just yeah. the entire. No, process. just just yeah. yeah, just developing it. Yeah, in general. Like <laughs> we've had a really rough year, and I, I just I have a two year old. Um, I'm a tattoo artist, so I I do that. <laughs> I work around the clock, dude. And Dante is just a madman as well. So. Yeah, I'm in QA crazy. and other projects <laughs> in the industry, so um, I. Uh, I, I work a lot and uh, it's been uh, it's been nice to have this to like pour all that that extra time and passion into and and just kind of make something we really really fell in love with as we made it so um, yeah it's 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 just been it's a it's a trick you know yeah, for sure I Dante I noticed you were uh, I read a, a little bit about you you, you did a QA uh, for Master Chief Collection and a few others. The one that obviously stuck out with me is Halo. Halo has my heart. It's what that yeah. I grew up with. Uh, what was it like uh, working for Microsoft and 343 that you brought? Did, and like, did you learn a lot from working there that you brought to this game by any chance? Or Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, just every day out on a testing floor in QA, you learn just more and more and more about video games as a whole and where it's going. And, and you know, that's the thing. It's, it's, a, it's a process that's endlessly being refined. Right. So you kind of hop in at whatever starting point and get caught up. And then, and then you're always trying to just make it a little bit better, make it a little bit better. And, um, you know, watching other people just make those decisions and learn how to make those calls. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been extremely valuable. Uh, I learned a lot at my time, uh, you know, in QA at E3, um, uh, contracting for them you know i learned that and then started my indie stuff right after that and then um you know to be able to work uh, on contract with microsoft as well you just learn how people do things and you see kind of the best way that works for you to make those decisions and and build something that you're capable of building something you're able to deliver on and something you can do really well and be happy with so yeah, it's been extremely valuable for sure. Yeah, for sure. Matt, you mentioned you have a two-year-old. How do you do it, dude? I, my 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 brother has a nephew. My sister has a niece and nephew. Or my brother has a son. My, yeah. my sister has a daughter and son. I, I can't imagine one of them making games. So I commend you for, for doing all the work you've been doing for this game because it is, it is extraordinary. It's a really well, Dante's game. Dante's on the, uh, the Western side of the United States. So I am like, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I'm having technical difficulties over here. I think my headphones are dying, but um, Dante's on the other coast. So I don't sleep like it's it's six in the morning by the time I go to bed. So I mean, maybe seven sometimes, and then I tattoo, and then I come home and I do this. So it's a 
it's exhausting. So for anyone yeah. who wants to start making video games, games and babies really, at the same time. Yeah, really <laughs> think about it. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's yeah, a ton of work. That sounds tough, but I mean, I gotta commend you. You guys are working really hard, and it shows with this game. Uh, you so you guys are going early access, correct? It, it, this game's already out on Steam. Uh, was that a tough choice for you or something that you wanted to do from development, like get a good ebb and flow with the community right out the gate? It was it was our plan all along. We didn't really have any other option. I mean, this was something that we, I mean, we really like started rebuilding this, what, towards the end of 2018. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's already been a long haul. And uh, if we set that, you know, that end goal, too far down that timeline and we don't have any sort of feedback uh, or any sort of, you know, community backing us and saying, Hey, you know, we, we like what you're doing or, Hey, we see what you're trying to do here, but it doesn't work for all these devices or whatever, you know, getting that feedback when we're so small is, is so insanely valuable. So um, I know early access does come with, uh, you know, a bit of a stigma sometimes. Uh, and there's there's a lot of people who have some pretty hard-pressed feelings about early access games. Um, but for some indie devs, it's it's really the only option that you reasonably have. Otherwise, you're, you're putting yourself through a, a really huge gauntlet unless you're building a small game quickly. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lot. No, yeah. I mean, you see games like Valheim or uh, like these other big – pretty small indie companies working and doing the whole early access and it is a success for indie companies and it's a good idea uh the company we spoke to before this we were talking about transparency and how important that is for us as the audience and how amazing it is for a developer to actually like have such a especially an indie developer to have such a mature response with their community so again another thing i commend you for is the the level of transparency that you guys clearly have with your community yeah there was actually a long streak of time where we were um I started streaming my development sessions on Twitch, you know, I was just hanging out uh, with friends coming in and out and just people who played the game and, um, you know, try to be as, as transparent and and upfront about things as much as we can. Uh, Eventually we started getting into, uh, well, ice sculpting in hell is pretty much what this can be like. So you start getting into territory where you're like, okay, this is going to be ugly at first and it's going to be clunky and I need to figure it out and really tune it. And, uh, you kind of don't want to show that part of the process sometimes. So we've taken a step back from streaming as you know, the past years, again, been pretty insane for us. So um, I'm hoping that we'll find time to do stuff like that again, but that's, that's been at the core of, of our thoughts uh, throughout this whole process is, you know, finding people who like what we're doing, um, getting feedback from them, showing them as much as we can, you know, doing screenshot Saturdays, wherever possible. Um, Matt Matt is an animal when it comes to making art so he just sits down and and he'll make 15 things in a couple days that like I I could have never thought of and and he'll be like hey what do you think of these and I'll be like please show people (laughs) it's so good dude you know we're just trying to trying to pick the pieces we like and what works really well together and get it nice and smooth and exactly the way we want it you know yeah you guys have a very uh what's what's so unique about your game is it's a familiar style um, but you have a unique spin on it. You clearly have your own formula that works. And uh, I did get to play about an hour of it. I didn't get too far. I'm not, I'm not the best at... Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough game. <laughs> Do you have auto-deflect on or off? Did you check that? I yeah. didn't. I think it's... Oh, yeah, check check that next time. Make sure it's on. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like training wheels, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think if mine is on, I'm just bad at it. So <laughs> I just got to figure <laughs> it out. 
Um, no, but it's uh, it's such a unique game. Like, what's uh, what what's like the inspiration there with like the art style and whatnot? The pew pew pews are beautiful. Everything like that is so so beautifully done. It's such a unique style, and I just want to know like what what's like uh, I want to like pick your brain a bit about that. Um, the original version was super eight bit looking, and I think that that didn't really. You know, it, it looked cool, and and I was kind of going for this this style at the time. But I saw where we could make improvements to to make it a little flashier. Um, the art is important as as the sound is in a video game. You know, all of these components have to come together, and they have to kind of sing. And with shoot 'em ups, I feel like they can either have like really dull color palettes, or they can be kind of psychedelic. And um, I like the psychedelic stuff. I like to create um, like a pinball machine. Um, effect in your face lights and sounds and colors exploding in your face that that that's pretty much the whole thing you know like human beings are sensory you know like they they love they love that you know so i, I just wanted to make it explode in their face like that like colors and whatever yeah i mean it's, it's a beautiful game i i don't know if you had anything to say about the art stuff like when you talked about when it starts off and it's so ugly what does it feel like to get over that hump because the game's beautiful the way it looks, how it's retro, but it's also modern and it's just drenched in neon. Uh, how does it feel to finally be like, yeah, this is the look we want? Those color palettes were hard to kind of nail down. We did color correction a month ago. <laughs> about, and uh, I just sat through it, ran through everything. It, it feels great. It feels good to finally get to that place. Uh, it's just really difficult to get there. Um, you gotta, you gotta try to think what's gonna work the best, what reads best with gameplay. You know, yeah. you don't want the background and foreground stuff to kind of meld together. You want it to stand out. And clearly, it works. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious, uh, what's the uh, big inspiration between? Because this is a management style game, correct? As long, uh, that's what I read for the campaign is going to have some form of like management light. Uh, well, you, well, yeah, it's, uh, I would say there's Celestro. And it has yeah. a persistent health bar throughout the campaign. Right, so yeah. you're fighting off space threats to keep it safe in space. And then when you land, you'll talk to NPCs or, um, you know, refill the shield generators, which will create, you know, you do your fortification of the planet. So when you go back out, you have, um, you know, you, you have it all, the, the health of it built up. So the next time you go out, you can let some more ships escape. You know, like eventually it's going to dwindle down. But how you choose to use your time is going to be important. So if you decide to take on like a side mission, get a cat out of a tree, whatever, you know, we don't know what that is, just for an example. Um, you could have a space threat at the same time and you could say to yourself, well, I'm going to let this one go and it's going to take some of the health off of the planet and maybe do this because it's going to help me in another way. Maybe I can afford something that I've been going after. Ultimately, you have to kind of juggle your priorities um, and then, you know, survive throughout the whole campaign. The, the celestial health is the most important thing. If you can make it through um, without that dying, you know, you, you, you win the game. That's, that's pretty much it. It's like a permadeath thing. Yeah, no, oh my yep. God. Don't get me started on permadeath. I love permadeath. Uh, <laughs> XCOM, favorite, one of my favorite games. Um, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. Do love me some permadeath. <laughs> a little too much, maybe. It's like not, a relationship I have with it. We're not super rehearsed, as you can tell, but that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> well, I'm not completely spitballing. We've talked about this stuff. I'm just, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I, I keep, I have my notes here to my left. So if I'm looking away, that's typically what I'm looking at, just making sure I'm hitting all my marks here. So 
Uh, yeah. I, this is like I said, this is our second time doing the a big oh, interview here. So no list. No yeah. list for me. No list. Oh, I have no list. I'm going in raw, dude. <laughs> it's the way to do it. On the bun yeah. yeah, the bun mashing way is raw dogging it. So we're good here. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I'm hoping to get a major scoop here. You mentioned that multiplayer is coming. What kind of mode for multiplayer are we looking at? Um, like a, oh, I'll let you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as, uh, as, far as multiplayer goes, uh, that's also going to be focused around our space shooter gameplay um that's at least first you know uh feature creep is something that is hard to fight especially when you're building something you love so i i wouldn't put it past us to have time to tack more stuff on later but who knows you know where that that final endpoint will be for now what we have planned is what we definitely want we have our endless arcade mode right infinite mode mm-hmm. that's what's yeah. out now that's hard right yeah um, it is god and and you know, it's it's supposed to be reminiscent of that those token taker days. Uh, you know, back in the arcade. Um, what's going to be in the campaign is going to be a little bit different. It's going to play a little bit easier in some aspects, um, but it's going to put you up against harder encounters. Right? Multiplayer is uh, going to try and focus on pitting you one v one against someone else Ooh. in a space shooter thing. Um, I we still have a lot of design decisions to make there, but our framework what's in that arcade cabinet that we have to work off of is essentially, you know, one person fires and it spawns an enemy for the other person and one person fires and it spawns an enemy for the other person. So every time you hit the shoot button and wherever you move, there's a spawner at the top that moves at the opposite. So as you're shooting, it's spawning new ships over on this side. And as you, um, as you do different, there's like a, a floor that raises through the bottom. Yeah. So as you let ships by, you can eventually outmuscle the other player because it shrinks their playing field so much. It's kind of like Tetris, but a space shooter. Very yeah. cool. That's, that sounds awesome. I see in my mind, I was thinking of a co-op experience, like a horde mode or something, but I did not. You'd like that. that. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. It's just, you know, we'll see. We'll see where we so end much up. work. It's so much <laughs> easier work. for us, dude. Come on. Give us that. Give us a. You can, you can come game. take my spot, dude. You can come develop the game and I'll ask you questions in a couple of months. Oh God. I would, I would, dude, I would crumble. I, I, like I said, you, you are obviously way better at this. I would just collapse right there and then. Ah, uh, <laughs> man, we're, we're both self-taught. You could be here in no time. I believe yeah. you. Give it a week. This yeah, you look capable. Yeah, I might as well you just do it. it, right? Jesus, yeah. I'm, leaving, I'm leaving this. Episode. <laughs> just get started. It's so, like I'm leaving my bedroom. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Extra Galactica is one of those games that's like, it's it's interesting with the campaign mode that features the football player. What was the reason you went with this route for a lead character? That's It'll a question. I, I think I think there was a little bit of a Flash Gordon insp- inspiration there. Okay. Um, uh i didn't really watch too much flash gordon but i didn't know he was like a like a football star i think it was like soccer but so i went football i don't know i don't know what i don't know what sport he played i honestly don't follow that shit but excuse am i allowed to curse on here you can yes. curse. yeah please we're, we're, this is like it's okay yeah you're not gonna blur, blur my face out later no please please curse all you want this is the best uh, okay yeah we, we want you to be as comfortable don't as tell you. me that don't <laughs> no yeah don't do that yeah we're raw dogging it as <laughs> we said um yeah i mean this is this is a project that um i feel like we're we're not too scared of showing our influences um you know uh you saw in the trailer 
you know, the way we built Nova, our second character, the small little space cat that gets in all the nooks and crannies, um, you know, very sonic influenced, you know, the way that we throw you through all these little areas real fast and let you run through tunnels and stuff. And, um, you know, our, our campaign demo as it stands now uh, has a, a wonderful nod to, you know, Final Fantasy VII because I, I grew up with that. I love it, you know. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, we try to show respect and pay homage and, and, uh, kind of still make something new and fun and, and, uh, a little bit unexpected too. So, yeah, that's yeah, a I fine see. line, fine line to dance to the homage where, and like that line of like, am I like copying too much or am I doing the right thing here with the, and it's not even so much copying you obviously a lot of developers go in with the fact that they want to do homages, but they can come off a little tacky or a little like, um, like heady or something and this this obviously works it, it's so unique it has your formula on it and you can see it with the art style like i said it's it's a beautiful game that works thank you thank you yeah um what is so you mentioned you guys don't uh because i was wondering about i have a question here for your favorite football team but you mentioned you don't even watch uh you, you weren't the big sports guy matt no not no, even oh uh, that was that was Ooh, okay. i was a skateboarder i was a skateboarder in school <laughs> i did all the skateboarding and Okay. Falling on my face. Are you excited for uh, Skate 4? <laughs> Not really. I, I don't know. <laughs> wasn't, skate, wasn't Skate 2 like the best one? And then, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Three, like three felt kind of weird. Yeah. You know? A little bit. You know yeah, they leaned into the arcade element more than the uh, realistic one. You know what I like? Ollie Ollie. You know? I like the, the kind of side scrolling skateboarding stuff. And there was one on, there was one on like uh, iOS recently. It was like, uh, Super cool, man. Like I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was awesome. There's another one with a bird that skateboards or something. Yeah, skatebird. <laughs> skatebird, yeah. It is. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I heard that one's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> obviously, you guys have a like a '70s '80s aesthetic that you guys lean towards. What's 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 that? What's that time grasping at you? Like, what what's that reason that time just is what you want to lean into so much? Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I think it's um. You, I mean, I was. I, I was born in 93. Right. So I missed the boat on all this. Right. Yeah. And uh, you see, you see things like stranger things come out and, you know, their directors are talking about like, Oh, you know, we're nineties kids. We, we missed all the eighties. So it's got this mystique to it that, uh, you know, you grow up and everyone, everyone around you is reminiscing for, you know, your grandparents are reminiscing for the the Beatles and the sixties and everything. And, uh, and people are just wanting to share with you these things that they love, you know, and that for us, at least for me, uh, a lot of that is seventies and eighties stuff. Um, yeah, for me, I just miss the eighties, man. They were an awesome time. Super rocking. And that's an old <laughs> I, rec- I, rec- I recommend going back, dude. If you get a chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about doing it. Yeah. We, it's one of our big plans is trying to find our way back to the 80s. Don't, don't, don't miss out on that shit, dude. Just, just, just go right, right now. Um, yeah, the 80s is, I, from what I always hear when talking to people, the 80s is a legendary time to be alive. I don't know. I'm from the Fun, 90s, man. So. Fun, man. <laughs> I think, Super yeah, if you, just, if you had a good time and you lived to tell the tale, then everyone after you is going to think, you know, yeah. must have been good. I don't nothing, know. Smell, <laughs> nothing smells like 80s arcades, dude. Like when you used to walk into an arcade in the 80s, it would smell like wet, compressed wood and ch- change, like quarters and spit and pennies. Yeah, like that penny Absolutely. smell. 
we need yeah. we need an area where we can go. It doesn't even have to be an arcade where it just smells like wet wood. Yeah. I need that. <laughs> and, well, I mean, it was like mold, moldy carpet and shit too. Oh, so yeah. you're right thinking of a sauna, like a, like a cedar sauna. That's what you're you're imagining that, but it's nothing like that. You're checking yeah, all my boxes. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's dank and smells like cigarettes, dude. Remember, <laughs> remember when people used to smoke cigarettes on planes? Yeah. What the? <laughs> what, dude, were they, 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 what were they thinking? Yeah. I remember getting fireworks a few years back when I was like 16 or 17 and uh, they were still allowing people to smoke cigarettes in diners. It was very, yeah. It's very, That's very, very bizarre. We're yeah. moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this interview and in time. So with that yes. being said, <laughs> next question, where did, what was the inspiration for uh, the ghost games name? Because obviously a lot of ghost street, ghost street sorry, ghost street games where uh, obviously a lot of companies have like, it easy where it's like oh yeah my last name is kojima so kojima productions obviously so which, where did ghost street games come from yeah Dante, uh, where did that come from i've been wondering the same thing uh, it's a secret no uh, yeah this is it's a, a, yeah. it's a story we haven't had the opportunity to tell many times but um my business partner uh dave kalberg uh who does all the sound effects for this project as well uh who also has four kids so he is extremely busy uh so many yeah kids. We're all very busy. Um, uh, we shouldn't I, be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> probably, probably some people think we shouldn't for that reason, but that's, well, we do it anyways, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, we spitballed a whole bunch of stuff, and all the names we kept coming up with were either uh, too on the nose or like kind of like, you know, too much of an inside joke or too inappropriate or whatever. Like nothing was sticking. And uh, uh, I wouldn't say that like, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm leaning towards uh, oh goodness, what's that show? Silicon Valley, where they yeah. they talk about having to go out into the desert with ayahuasca or whatever, yeah. and and you know just come I back Piper. with whatever that name is. Uh, I think you know I just kind of sat and tried to let my imagination wander, and uh, just this little kind of like floating chunk of earth, right, with a like a street sign hanging out of it, it says Ghost Street. That's kind of like what came to mind, and I was like, well, this, you know. This is this is the picture in my head, and we can't come up with anything else. And we like this, so you know it seemed like as good a reason as any. Um, and yeah, it's a bit of a lackluster story, but it's also kind of a look into our process. We yeah throw things at the board until we're just like I I, I, I don't know <laughs> let's find something name. that works, you know. <laughs> so think of Ghost Street. I just get spooked. Ugh, like you can let Dave know. <laughs> My name is Dave, but I'll see him at the meeting. Yeah. Uh, but he's doing he's doing a great job because the the audio of the the great and the way it yeah. sounds is so perfect, so spot on for those like '90s arcade games. Yeah, that's, that's Matt's my brother. brother. Yeah, yeah that's your brother. Is yeah. his name Dave too? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no. His name um, is it Alex. <laughs> his, his name is Nathan Nathan Lewis. He oh, uh, yeah. he did a, he did a lot of the voice work in in this. And um, he's going to do a lot more if I have to make him do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to wrangle that guy. Yeah. Dude, dude, he's also fun. very busy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> none. Yeah. I mean, none. <laughs> but he just sleeps a lot, you know? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Man after my own heart. <laughs> Sleeping a lot. Uh, that's that's my cup of tea right there. That and uh, wet wood. <laughs> yeah. Wet wood. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so like during the development process, was there like a game that you guys went to that you just like, were like, all right, I need to decompress. I need to de-stress myself. I need to play this right now. Uh, was there a game that you guys not, and I can, these are individual answers, but was this a game that like Dante, for instance, what game were you playing that helped you decompress from the development process? Um, you know, uh, <clears throat> since my day job is still in games, um, a lot of my decompression time uh, was more centered around hanging out with friends and like trying to disconnect from that. Um, I try to, my brain works in weird ways. So I try to avoid this, like looking at what other people do and being like, oh, well, you know, how, how would that impact something like what we're doing? And so the more I narrow my scope and don't really, you know, it's like racing horses need blinders, right? I work a lot of hours already in the industry and then I come home and, and I work on this as much as I can. And so usually the rest of the time it's, it's pretty much sent just, just, just like this. <laughs> but the cats are on top of them. There's like yeah. six cats on top. What of them. decompression looks like at, at ghost street games. I thought you were going to say that you, you went to a band name generator for your name and then um, just replaced whatever it was with games at the end. There you go. There you go. We should have tried that. I don't know why we didn't. That's how Charlie came up with his name. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's how I got all my band names. So there you oh, go. Yeah, that's how I got my name, Alex. Actually, I just went. To- <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I named myself. It was a very, very progressive move <laughs> on my family's part. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what about you? Did you find yourself playing any games that would help decompress, especially from uh, having a talent? like a dragon, dude? Like yeah, a dragon. I love. Yeah. I love like a dragon. I don't know. It just it hooked me. I, I love that series anyway, but that one. Turn-based, awesome! I love that game. I love it. Are you a Dragon Quest fan? Uh, I never played it until I played that, and then I started playing it. So I haven't gotten very far because I don't have much time to play video games. Like yeah, I said, I'm up to like six in the morning usually doing this. But I like yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I like to say this pisses people off that uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is the best Dragon Quest game. <laughs> right, right. It is. It really is. Like that's what I hear. And they I want to play Dragon Quest, man. I only played through the first like chapter, or so but yeah, let's go back good. to it. You mentioned Eleven was a good one. Right? I did like Eleven. Yeah, um, yeah. They just announced a, an adult one. Twelve is more adult. Or adult. Yeah, yeah. not as adult as Yakuza. Sure. No, yeah, nothing's more adult. Mm-hmm. Than oh, what does that mean? What do you think that means? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that entail. Maybe they were glancing over at The Witcher and they're like, what can we do here to affect what we're doing over here? As long as they were glancing over at uh, Cyberpunk. Uh, <laughs> okay, that too. Yeah, that's a boat I've missed, bro. You know, Not me, I hopped name. right on it and it sank. Yeah, same, same. I, uh, I remember starting it up and almost immediately thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> my life. I, I, played, I played like 20 hours of that game, actually. Did you? I, uh it wasn't very good man i wasn't hyped it, it, it seemed so much better on paper That's so really cool. truly well the thing is they promised so much more on paper and you only got like three of those it's things. a hard job though right like being a developer i don't oh, yeah, them at all i think yeah. that they were pushed in like a, a kind of a corner and they didn't the developers what are they going to do you know there's yeah, yeah. people above them that say we need this to come out sometime in the next 200 years so let's yeah, release it yeah. right now is it done? No? Okay. Let's, let's just... <laughs> All right. <laughs> we released Put Keanu Reeves up there. He'll fix it. Yeah, that, yeah. that stinks for the developers, obviously, like, uh, especially after, like, reports of, like, them, the big, uh, the big suits got, like, uh, like yeah. bonuses and whatnot. Such yeah. BS. But, um, 
Yeah, I uh, like switching gears back to to extra Gal Galactica. It's, it's an excellent game. I, I I'm very excited to play more of it. Like I said, I only got to play like maybe 30, 45 minutes of it, and it was a fun time. Um, if if what if you what would you say is a decent progress as far as wave goes? Uh, uh, Matt would know more for waves. I think like uh, you know, uh, once you're like once you've defeated like two bosses or so, I think that's wave four or six, you know, oh posting somewhere around 30,000 plus. I mean, our, our Matt holds our, our max score right now. Cause he's an absolute animal and I'm, I, you know, we're not pretty far behind him on the leaderboard. Cause we'd love to know when people surpass us. So we'll wait until people, uh, you know, kind of kick us off the leaderboard and then we'll, we'll I can't wait. Game. I've been waiting for someone to just try to take me off that thing, but I'm too yeah. goddamn good. <laughs> dude i did i did that testing on accident i looked up and i was like new high score what does that mean yeah. did i break it yeah both <laughs> of my, i really, both I my, really uh... did like it was like four four hundred thousand or something and everyone else is like in the the teens dude i was like what the f <laughs> like what is going <laughs> on like, mm. huh? dang <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take me off the leaderboard right you're gonna knock me mm. right off the top they got it it's them, yeah. I, this sounds like a challenge. I, I feel like I have. I'm obligated. To I got the five. Well, you can't. I mean, you can obviously. So you could try. Oh I mean. my god, this is. Uh, no, I mean, this is gonna consume me, dude. Like, I'm gonna get all my time trying to get you off that leaderboard. And it's I'm gonna good. send you. I'm gonna send you a Starbucks gift certificate if you beat my shit, dude. Oh, I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna hook you up, man. Everyone else in the team, so he's gonna hit us up in like two weeks and be like, "Guys, I'm a shell of the man I once was." Yeah, just raggedy clothes all ripped apart, just burn up my face for some reason. Yeah, yeah, man. Be just a chaotic scene. You don't want to see that. We'd love that. No, that's that's four hundred. I mean, I mean, look at look at the leaderboards. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Most of the times that I like broke a high score, it, <laughs> usually there is some sort of trance I am stuck in. Like, it's been like yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. I am I, horse blinders. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. all in. So that's that's you know, wax on, wax off. That's that's the, the this is this the is, method. This is a very good game to like achieve like flow like state or whatever that's referred to as where you just like all in on it you're focused you have auto yep. auto deflect off <laughs> yes. no i i got up to wave 24 with that off the other night and i was like wow this was crazy <laughs> shit. like I wave 24 really comes at you it comes at you very viciously i don't even yeah. know about what wave i got to now like it's, i don't want to like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> Well, I mean, how, how far are you making it in? How many different ships have you seen? So when you say different ships, <laughs> I don't think the enemy three. ships, <laughs> the enemy ships, uh, there's, as you dig in farther, I mean, we've got, we got a lot in there. It gets yeah. a little ridiculous. Make sure you're using your retro dash. You know, using yeah. your auto barrel wave attacks. Auto deflect is on. Yeah. You're using barrel wave to like kill stuff to the left or right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I use all those tools. Black yeah. holes are important because with a widescreen shoot 'em up, um, you know, they normally kind of tighten it to a narrow, you know, with a widescreen screen one, it's it's like you need other mechanics to kind of take care of part of the screen at times because as ships pass the bottom of the screen, it causes damage to celestro so in order to um uh like take care of 
like this side of the screen when it gets too hectic over here you can pop open a black hole and it'll suck all the shit in over here while you're taking care of whatever's happening over here so it's important to use those as well like the minds are vital vital yeah. the, <laughs> the minds do seem very important i need to step yeah. up yeah yeah there's I, uh, I'll, I'll the rules just shoot I, everything i i just yeah. think it's a 400k that's that's my goal that's it yeah it's just 400 right it's achievable yeah, yeah it's, it's obviously humanly possible so yeah clearly it's, it's not 450k so. true oh it's, but imagine if it was god then i'd, I'd quit so 450k <laughs> is my cutoff so. <laughs> yeah not a single point more no god no um <laughs> so was it difficult developing a story for a game like this like a shoot 'em up like uh like like because it, it seems like such a hard concept to grasp that like yeah this game has a story which i think is super cool um it's kind of like that football player guy is someone i'm not completely like he's the complete opposite of me and like i said like i i sold that extra galactica machine that was my baby i sold that to get a, to, to buy a ticket to california and meet my wife and have my my baby and ever since i sold it it's like man it really took a chunk out of me so when we started to work on this game i've always been thinking how can i tell a story that kind of is like we're trying to to get this thing back that we we really care about so we can kind of like have our big day so like i said i don't want to nail down any specifics right now um i think that's kind of putting us in a box and it's mm -hmm. early it's early yeah. for yeah. The, the campaign you know um by the time it does come out though i think it's gonna it's it's gonna be pretty pretty solid man I'm, I'm actually really happy to work on it and as soon as i get some time aside from like you know um uh, doing art and engineering and all the other stuff uh, i'll sit down and kind of just hammer out those little details because i know people want to know where it's going um you have to wait yeah. for some time to get yeah, there i mean obviously we talked about how transparent you guys are the feedback will obviously help and you guys are going to work on it and whatnot how big is your team by the way is it is it two three people two main contributors and then we have uh let's see dave nick uh and nate for our additional contributors for stuff like sound effects um additional coding stuff and then voice acting um as far as the you know i we outsource for localization um so we had uh albert who was great um to help us with getting simplified chinese into the game since so many of our initial purchases went straight, you know, to China and we're like, oh, oh they, it's all in English. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, you know, um, that's that, I mean, it's, so what, five sets of, six sets of hands that have, you know, done anything for this. And uh, um, yeah, Matt and I are, are pretty deep in these trenches most days, you know, as far as all the programming and the Unity engineering and the music and the art and everything, so. So I, I asked earlier what games uh, you've been playing during development, but like what games are you like playing now? If there's any games that you're playing right now, Dante, that's uh, that's really good, like any even hidden gems that you talk about right now. Um, I uh, I don't know if I use the term hidden gem. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, but <laughs> um, well, because I, I I finally you know went in on Game Pass, um, so I was like, okay, let's take a look around. You know, I've been meaning to play uh, Narita Boy. Um, they, you know, we started seeing stuff in the same screenshot Saturdays from them. Uh, you know, they were in that same, you know, early phase, uh, and doing, you know, the retro vibes and stuff. And, and we were very, very, you know, impressed with what we were seeing, uh, on that project. And, uh, I had completely spaced and not even realized it came out. So that was really nice to start playing through. And, um, 
I'm not usually one for Souls likes, uh, but I, I did play through Code Vein on recommendation of a friend because um, anime plus Dark Souls, and I was I needed something at the time, so I was like, you know, what? Someone please give me something to play. So, um, would you I think that's the most yourself? recent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if you like Souls likes, you know, you'll probably like it. I don't. I haven't really played through, you know full dark souls games a whole lot uh, and the times that i have spent tinkering with them were a long time ago so um you know i enjoyed it um i uh, uh yeah i mean other than that it's mostly um uh roguelikes for me oh, sure. so yeah, yeah. rogue legacy 2 something i bought day one when they hit early access uh, i think it was last august or september you played a lot of valorant for a while there too i remember i did i did get into <laughs> valorant for a little bit um you know, you think uh, for someone who uh, you know was involved with Halo that I'd be better at shooters, but um, yeah, you weren't very good. <laughs> yeah, you, sh- you shocked the you shit know. out of me. I was like, "What is he doing?" Yeah, uh, yeah, I had some fun, but uh, it's just uh, it's not something that I can you know play at the level that I, I want to be able to play it at. So, kind of ended up becoming more frustrating for me. So um, that's why I like Rogue Likes. Um, I played. I've been catching up on a lot of stuff I missed. So stuff like Rad um which is great uh, i i love red um i'd recommend that um rogue legacy 2 has been a ton of fun they've done a lot of really great work they've put a lot of stuff in their updates i'm very happy with where they they look like they're heading um yeah those would probably be my big two yeah well rogue legacy the first one we really enjoyed here at uh, the button mashing podcast we it's one yeah. game we all were playing at one point, I believe, and we were talking about it for you know, a few years back. That was did you play? Fun. Did you play Bloodroots at all? Uh, no, no, no. Oh man, check that out, dude! Bloodroots, you said? Yeah, Bloodroots. Yeah, it's a good one. Literally typing it right now. Yeah, uh, check that out. And then I played Resident Evil, uh, the new one. Eight, Village. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't beat it yet. I'm too busy. Oh, I, I did beat it. Do you want me to spoil it for you by chance? Yeah, I just <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> it's spooky it's very spooky it's, <laughs> it's spooky oh okay yeah you know i didn't i didn't see that coming i really didn't that's the twist yeah sorry <laughs> um yeah i uh i i hate to cut you off uh we are a little bit over time on our end uh, okay, if you have sure. any more questions if you got like one last one you want to squeeze in i, I don't know what you got left on the sheet just if you guys want to, where can we find you? Where can we follow your game? Yeah. Uh, so at Extra Galactica One is the Twitter for the project. Uh, Matt runs that and he's uh, insane usually when he's posting. So, you know, you'll see all sorts of stuff in there. Um, and then uh, at Ghost Street Game, couldn't get the S. What well, you know, win some, lose some. Um, the, that's going to be uh, my company uh, Twitter account um you can also follow uh ghost street games on twitch uh which is where we've done our our streaming for development in the past and any streaming for development we would do in the future would probably be there as well and that's with um, the that one is with the s cool. <laughs> thank you twitch uh so matt you got anything else you want to call out um steam no. <laughs> that's it right now that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's I mean... where we're at Okay. Twitter. I'm I'm on Twitter quite often. So if there's something new that I want to show, I usually post it there first. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm already following most of you guys. So I'll uh, double check that. But yeah, that's uh thank you again so much for coming to our podcast. We, this is again, such an awesome experience. We, we really appreciate you guys coming out. 
thank, thank you. you. Yeah, no, yeah, it was that awesome. Was awesome. We really appreciate it. Thank, thank you so much. We're looking forward to that campaign mode. I need a, I need a break from the endless. It's kicking my ass. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let it, let it, let it kick your ass, man. Just yeah, let yeah, it yeah. happen. Let it happen. Just for a little while. It yeah. hurts so bad. Well, we'll talk you... about a, a post-launch, <laughs> uh, a post-launch uh, uh, interview. That's when everything launches and whatnot. Maybe, maybe we'll meet up again. Hopefully, yeah. I would love, love to have you guys back on the show. Reach out right. whenever. Yeah, you guys are sure. great. It's been awesome. All right. See ya. Have Thank a good, you. have a good night. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Bye.